going to continue our thought as we was going through our Sunday school this morning on the miracles of the Lord. <coughs> and I believe in miracles as I was saying uh, this morning, but I want to show you how in sequence that God puts the miracles and uh, how He wants us to live daily. <coughs> John chapter 2. John chapter 2 and verse 1. And the third day there was a marriage in Canaan of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they had wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. Jesus said to her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour has not yet come. Now that one verse lets everybody know that Mary is not deity because Jesus himself called her just woman. Notice verse 5. His mother saith unto the servants, Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. And there were set there six water pots of stone, and a man of the purifying of the Jews containing two or three firkins apiece. Jesus said to them, Fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he saith unto them, Draw out now, and bear unto the governor of the feast. And they buried. When the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, and knew not where it was, but the servants which drew the water knew, the governor of the feast called the bridegroom, and saith unto him, Every man is beginning to set forth good wine, and when men have drunk, well drunk, then they that which is worse. Uh, but thou hast kept the good wine until now. This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Canaan of Galilee, and manifested forth his glory, and the disciples believed on him. Pray with me, please. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you would help us as your children always, always in our hearts and minds believe that you are a miracle-working God. And you want to bless us on every hand. And you do. And we praise you for it. Now open our eyes to your truths tonight out of these verses. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. First of all, Jesus is the life of the party here. Notice the Bible does not tell us the names of the bride nor the bridegroom here. Then note, here is the secret for any miracle. If Jesus tells you to do something, just do it. Another wonderful truth talk here is, if you want to get in on God's miracles, then just be a good servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. A good servant does not uh, does whatever Jesus says to do. Let me show you what I'm talking about. Look at chapter 2 and verse 9. Verse 9. When the ruler of Jesus had tasted the water that was made wine, and knew not whence it was, but the servants which drew the water knew. I like that. When they obeyed the Lord, they knew where it came from. Amen. Did you know that Amos chapter 3 and verse 7 gives a slide into this? It says, Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but He reveals His secret unto His servants, the prophets. Now, servants are the ones who know God's secrets. Turn over to John chapter 15 a minute. John chapter 15. 
And look with me please in uh, verse 15. Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends, for all things I have heard of my Father have made known unto you. Now, servants have a way of becoming friends of Jesus. Amen? Now, why should we obey the Lord Jesus Christ? Number one, for our good. It's good to be a friend of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Now, again, I've had people over the years, Christians I'm talking about, say, I wish I knew what God wants of me and wants me to do. I'd do it. Well, the Bible says he don't hold up back his secrets from his friends. But you know what a friend of Jesus is? It's somebody to do whatever he says do, no matter what it is. Now, why should we obey the Lord? Number one, for others' joy. Obedience is important because when Jesus does a miracle, he usually does it through others. Jesus didn't need human help here. He told his servants to fill the pots. And because the servants obeyed the Lord, others enjoyed the gladness of the wine. Now, we ought, the Bible said we ought to obey the Lord for God's glory also. Verse 11. Look at verse 11 with me now. Uh, the beginning of miracles did Jesus in King of Galilee, and manifested forth His glory, and His disciples believed on Him. Now, when Jesus did this miracle, Jesus' glory was manifested and was made known. Jesus said in Luke chapter 6, verse 46, Why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not what do not the things I say to you? Now, turn over to Luke. Walk with me, please. Just turn back a little bit to Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. And look with me, please, in beginning in verse 4. Now, when he had left speaking... He said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your net for a draw. Simon answered and said unto him, Master, we have told all tonight, have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes that their net break. Now, the reason that we obey the Lord is others might enjoy the Lord also in His glory. Filling water pots with water, uh, fishing on the other side of the boat, after fishing all night, catching nothing, might not make sense to you at first. But at thy word is the key here. They ought to be uh, our life's motto, nevertheless at thy word. Whatever you tell me to do, Lord, I'm going to do it. Now, I want to get to something in a minute, and I'll show you something. Luke, I mean, John chapter 2. Now, go back to John chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. When the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, and knew not whence it had come. Uh, read both those verses when you get a chance. What I want to show you here, he is the message here, a picture of joy. What is the symbolism or, or sign of all of this? First, wine in the Bible is a symbol of joy. Psalms 104 verse 15 said, Wine that make it glad the heart of man. Now let me take a minute and say to you, this wine here was not intoxicating wine. Because I can prove it to you, Proverbs 23 verse 31, Look not thou upon the wine when it is red, 
when it giveth its color in the cup, when it moveth itself aright. God never contradicts His Word. Remember that. He said here in Proverbs, before this ever happened, this miracle here, look not upon the wine. You think He'd turn around and make wine for them to drink? A fermented wine? And notice Proverbs 23 verse 31 is fermented wine. Because when the wine turneth red in its color and moveth itself, that's fermentation. Now, if there's a time when wine is fermented then, there's a time when wine is not fermented. God's Word calls in fermented grape juice wine. Listen to Proverbs 23 verse 32. Contains a warning about intoxicating wine. At last it biteth like a serpent and stingeth like an adder. Now that's intoxication. The wine of Canaan was pure uh, wine not polluted. And intoxication is a devil's substitute for Jesus' joy. You ever seen a drunk guy? I used to uh, tell this story quite a bit, but it's it always, uh, when I think about this, I laugh at it. My neighbor where we used to live in Temple Terrace, uh, he drank all the time. But I, I told him, I said, now, you don't drink. I'm going to kill you hunting with me. And I carried him out here uh, to a little swamp where he was quail hunting. And coming back, uh, my old 54 was running out of gas. I didn't realize I was that low on gas. And I pulled in the old Superstest service station. I owned 60 back then. And I, I looked in my pocket, and I only had a few cents. But gas back then was only 16 cents a gallon. And uh, I... Uh, Looked in my pocket and I pulled out and I said, Well, I got a little bit. And I said, uh, We're lucky you got any money on you. Oh, fill it up. I got it. I got it. Took care. Don't worry about it. He said, Fill it up. And I started putting my. I said, Wait a minute. How much money have you got? He said, 13 cents. <laughs> he going to fill the whole car up with 13 cents. And he's happy as a felar. You know why? He got out there in the woods with me and he always carried a little coat and he carried him a fifth of whiskey in it. And all the time he'd been out there with me, he'd been drinking. And now he's happy, go lucky. He'd buy everybody in town anything he want. Now he's happy. Now the Bible likens wine when it says, Be ye filled with the Holy Spirit. And it talks about uh, intoxication. If we're going to be a happy Christian, we ought to be filled with the Holy Spirit, intoxicated, if you would please, with the Holy Spirit of God. That's where your joy comes in. Revelation 13, verse 18 teaches us six, uh, six is the number of man. Now, the vessel or jars at Canaan wedding was earthen water jars. They were made of clay. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 7 says, Man is made of clay, the six water pots represents mankind then. Again, John chapter 2 verse 6 tells us these vessels were the kind used in purification ritual uh, of the Jews. So that these water pots represented traditional religion of the people. They were cold clay pots filled with nothing uh, but water, not reality. Meaning we are to enjoy worshiping the Lord, not simply ritualism without feeling or joy. That's the reason I like to sing the songs out of the songbook. We don't come in here. I went to a Methodist church one time because I wanted to play ball on their uh, pitch for them, fast pitch softball, and I never will forget it. They said, you got to come to church at least once a month. This before I was saved. 
And they, they said, you got to come to church once a month. Now, if you want to pitch for us, because that's a qualification we have on our team. I said, I don't have a problem with that. So I went in the church, sat down, and they come in, and you could have heard a pin drop in that place. I mean, nobody, they looked straight forward. And the pastor got up, let's pray. And he looked straight ahead and starts mumbling something under his breath. And I went out of there and I said to myself, if this is church, I don't want nothing, none of it. Amen? Nobody laughing, nobody smiling, nobody nothing. They didn't come over and shake my hand and say, glad to have you, or nothing. And no joy whatsoever. I don't want that kind of religion. Amen? This joy here speaks of the joy of the Lord. We're to love one another, care for one another, laugh and have a good time in the Lord. John chapter 2, verse 6 tells us these vessels were kind used in purification. It tells us they were uh, made of clay and they were traditions of the people where they fermented the wine in. And what it's talking about here is don't play religion. How the real thing, meaning we're to enjoy worshiping the Lord, not simply ritualism without feeling in joy. I don't know about you, but every once in a while, Somebody gets saved, or just reading the Bible, just preaching the Word of God, and looking at people's faces as you preach, and watch the Holy Spirit deal with people. I, the hair on the back of my head stand up and on my arm. I got feelings. Amen? Now, watch this. We're to enjoy worshiping the Lord, uh, just simply because feeling, notice the Bible says here, feeling, they fill them to the brim. Means that Jesus fulfills all the law and ritualism required to worship Him. Let me show you something in the Bible. Listen to this. In Matthew chapter 5, says in verse 17 and verse 18, Think not that I am come to destroy the law of the prophets. I'm not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For really I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Jesus came to fulfill the law and the rituals that was spoken in the Old Testament. Here's the message to mankind from this miracle. Jesus is in the transforming business. He transforms worthless water into sparkling wine. Jesus was in the transforming business when he walked on water. Jesus is still in the transforming business, transforming sinners like us into saints of God. Someone wrote, Nature formed us, sin deformed us, education informed us, uh, penitentiaries reform us. Now Jesus transforms us. Amen? Now here's God's receipt for a miracle. You need God's joy in place of disappointment. Joy in place of family disappointments. Joy in place of financial disappointments. Joy in place of physical health disappointments. Joy in place of spiritual disappointments. Now, how to meet our needs in Jesus? Do what Jesus says. Seek the gladness for someone else's sake. To gladden someone else. Seek God's glory. Replace your disappointments with praise of the Lord. I think I've heard every excuse. I, I lead people to the Lord all the time. I say, now you need to come on and follow the Lord and believe it's baptism. You need to come on and serve Him. And they won't do it. And after a while, you'll see them somewhere, and they're sad, and they're back right, and just a sad countenance around them, always in trouble. 
And uh, they say, what happened? You didn't do what the Lord told you to do. Let me show you something. Did you know there's no place in the Bible that says, will you pray about being baptized? No, one night. The Bible says, be baptized. Now, that's the command of God. If you want to... And this is an old preacher told me this one time, and I, looked, I kept reading the Bible, I saw it. Did you know that God blesses you with the knowledge that you know? If you know to do what God says to do and you do it, that's where the blessings come in. When you know to do something, when God directly speaks to you a heart out of the Word of God and you say no to Him, where it's fallen Lord and baptism, where it's tithing, where it's praying, where it's reading your Bible, where it's witnessing for Him. If you know to do it, and you stop at any place that God tells you to do something, that's right where the blessing stops, and that's right where you stay until you do what God tells you to there. And then He starts blessing you again. There's no half blessing, no half obeying, obeying God. Either you obey God or not. And it's just that simple. And this whole story is about one thing. That is obeying God. Whatever He says to do, you obey Him, and then the blessings come. Amen? What if those people uh, that He told to fill the pots, they said, I don't believe that. I ain't going to do that. That's a waste of time. There'd have been no blessings. There'd have been no joy. But when God told them, when Jesus told them what to do, and they did it, then the blessings come. Amen? And that's where it's at. Let's pray. Father, thank you for everybody being here today, Lord. It's been a good day in the Lord. And we've seen people blessed. I've been blessed, and others have, Lord. And thank you very much for your blessings upon us. We ask you, dear Lord, that you'll go with us during this week. Watch over and keep our people. Many are ill and sick. We pray for Ron tonight that you'll continue to bless his body, take care of him, Brother Pitts, and others, dear God. I, I just ask you to bless now, and we'll be careful to give you the honor and the praise for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much. Play some for us.